Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Out of the tunnel and onto the floor for the second hour of Sports Talk Funky Friday Edition with Evan Kahn. I'm Scott Beatty. It's an OSF Illini Friday brought to you by OSF On-Call Urgent Care with same-day walk-in care for minor illnesses and injuries. Go to osfhealthcare.org for locations. Last hour, we got to talk with Brian for The Notebook. Matt Daniels is in the world, according to Bob Osmussen, is coming up as we gear up for a big sports weekend, both locally from high school stuff to Illini stuff to, of course, the Super Bowl. I've decided the Chiefs are going to win this game. That's what I've just, I've also decided Illinois is going to win uh, the basketball game tomorrow. Okay. I am going with uh, well, not researched information. And just a gut feeling on both these things, <laughs> but well, I just think why? Look, why? Why would you bet against Pat Mahomes? I'm not saying Jalen Hurts and and the defensive line of the Eagles can't win. I'm just saying I'm going with experience. Hmm. It's it's not a, a bad call. Thinking with Illinois and Rutgers, you probably have a little more information than you would think, considering we've watched a lot of Illini basketball so far. Yeah, that's true. This year. I, I, I have a hard time understanding why I think teams are going to win or lose in situations when I think them because some people really go data but some people take data in and don't realize that they're processing it in a Mm -hmm. certain way and some people are very intuitive and I'm kind of right in the middle and uh, I didn't mean for this to be a whole self-reflective session here but I just didn't kind of somewhat data slash intuitively feel that Illinois will win tomorrow. You're showing your work a little bit on how we came to that conclusion. I, I would agree as far as the Illinois front, I think it was just you who pointed out that the Scarlet Knights have yet to win at the State Farm Center since ever. Yeah. So that historically, it doesn't bode well for Rutgers. And also, this Illinois team has played better of recent on Saturdays at the State Farm Center and coming off of a loss and a, a week off, I, I think they're just the, the better team and Rutgers just hasn't really impressed me offensively. So if Illinois plays defense, I think they can win. As far as Sunday goes, I'm just hoping for a competitive game. I was hoping to get into this with Bob, but Super Bowls really aren't as close as we would hope. I we had a string through. of them that were great. In the in the 2000s, it was good. In the mid-2010s, it was pretty good. But there's been a lot of clunkers. They're, they're more likely to be you know disappointing games than competitive. So as long as both teams score a couple touchdowns, maybe we get some, some turnovers in there so there's a little chaos and, and just keep us entertained till Rihanna comes out at halftime, I'll, I'll just say go football. <laughs> But another reason I think Illinois is going to win tomorrow is because of what you said last hour in Coleman Hawkins. And I went, yeah, this does feel like a Coleman Hawkins game. 
he stays with himself. It seems like a game where you put the ball in his hands and he can facilitate to, to the different guys and people can get downhill and maybe somebody will start hitting some shots other than Matthew Meyer and, and they can bust this thing open on the offensive end. Let's hear from Brad Underwood as he looked a little bit back to what was now almost a week ago <laughs> against Iowa and then the missed game on Tuesday uh, against Minnesota and what that means for this past week. You know, a lot to learn from in the last game. Uh, I, thought, I think we covered some areas in film that we needed to, to touch up on in the last minute and, and 30 seconds of the half. Uh, we tried to work on our fouling issues uh, that were just really uncalled for. Um, and yet we did a lot of really good things in that game uh, as well. So, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's just disappointing we didn't get a play on Tuesday. Um, to be very honest, I, you know, we've had um, – Luke Goody sitting here, it's, it's, it's both good and bad for him. Uh, it's been very good and bad for Zach. Uh, both those young men have been terrific in practice. Okay, we're going to have to have a conversation mm-hmm. about placement of Brad Underwood on the court <laughs> when we're trying to do interviews. But if you didn't catch that, he said he didn't like the fouls, but he also thought Illinois played well against Iowa and wanted an opportunity for Luke Goody to get in. Mm. And it didn't happen, of course, with the the Minnesota game. So, um, what about what Luke Goody might be doing starting tomorrow? I don't know. We'll feel we we'll get a feel for that. I don't know. I, I mean, he's you know, he's on the practice court all the time. Uh, you know, we're not we're not getting him out. Um, you know, whether he's whether he's first or second team, it doesn't matter. He's on the court, so that's all help. But uh, different adrenaline. You know, when you get fifteen thousand in the building and and you got the uniform on, so. Uh, you know, I imagine it'll be short stints to start, and we'll, we'll have to grow from there as he, as he gains the second win. All right, so Minnesota was hopefully going to have a little bit of a, a, a gap. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that it would have allowed for some lower-stress minutes. This is computer model-wise going to be a tight game. So we'll see what you want to do with Luke Goody. That's, that's how it reads to me, the Tuesday was going to be that perfect opportunity to get him in. You would like to play him. He's healthy enough to play, but how much do you want to just throw him to the wolves as you're trying to hang on to a double bye? So let me set the over-under at... uh, Same as last week? (laughs) No, no, no. no. Not in minutes, but number of stints. You know, number of times he comes into the game for whatever length. I'm going over-under at one and a half. I'll say under. So you think he's going to come in one time and play for however many minutes. Mm-hmm. He's going to leave the game, and that's it. Yeah, because I have a feeling hopefully it's a situation where the Illini have uh, not a huge lead, obviously, but maybe a 6-8, 10-point lead in the first half. And you can get him a couple shots up and get you to the half and then call it good and run with the guys that, that have gotten you here. Do you think he either comes in at this like 17 minutes? Left or or thirteen minutes? Yeah, about mid, somewhere around the midway point. Okay, so about thirteen ish, or maybe ten mm-hmm. left. Where he, you know, that right before that, the under eight timeout. Okay, yeah. you heard it here. I'm first still not. Place. I'm still not convinced though it, the, that he's even going to play tomorrow. Yeah, I. They're not going to put him in. I think if he's if they're trailing, and with the foul situation last week, and they they didn't get him in. I know. He's had an entire seven days to get in even better shape and get more shots up. But if that situation didn't press him into service last Saturday, no reason to force him in tomorrow. Okay. Well, I also could see it if Illinois is continuing to have shooting woes from the outside. Maybe they do throw him in. 
possibly, but if if they're not if they're not shooting the rock well at home, just get to the rim and and hopefully get to the free throw line. Last night in Lincoln, Nebraska, Illinois women with a heroic win over Nebraska. They were down uh, going into the locker room, uh, I think by eight or nine, and they were missing Genesis Bryant, who left in the first half with an ankle injury. Um, it really wasn't turning around in midway through the third quarter, and then things started to go Illinois' way. Not a 10-0 run, not a 12-0 run, <laughs> not a 16-0 run, a 20 to nothing run for Shauna Green and company and a road win in Lincoln, Nebraska. The Huskers are not ranked, but they are up there in the net and all that stuff. So it secured a big road victory. Here's Shauna Green on that 20-0 run that swung the game. We were just being aggressive. We were playing with confidence, and, and the main thing is we're getting stops, you know, and that's what we were talking about um, in the in the first half. I actually thought our defense wasn't bad. The first half, we couldn't make shots, you know, and we finally, we finally got into a rhythm, hit some shots, and it was a team effort. Everyone, you know, Jada hit a shot, Jayla hit a shot, Makaira, KB hit a shot. Um, it was just, you know, a, a total team effort, and, and I told them at halftime, I said, Jen's out, right? She's not coming back this game, and this is your opportunity. We need every single person ready to play and, and ready to do your job, and boy, did they, uh, they, they listened. Sometimes when one of your best players goes down, it sparks something in your team. Mm-hmm. It's not the, not the recipe you want the rest of the way to not have Genesis Bryant, and uh, no word on her availability for Sunday, but if 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 they can somehow channel that emotion along with the defense and the shooting was not good. <laughs> she was being I mean it was just not good. But if they can keep doing that, they're they're gonna be okay. They've found ways to win without shooting well here over the, the last couple of weeks. That's encouraging. Getting a, a road win in, in a tough environment. You you love to see that and it's having the the roles identified, I, I think, and you know, so that players like Peebles and, and Odin they can come in and they can just kind of fill that role because everybody just rotates through the, those guard spots. Everybody knows what's asked of them, and a lot of a lot of different players stepping up in that win last night. So the NCAA did their top sixteen reveal for the women. I yes. don't know when the men's is coming out. Gotta be soon, right? Yeah, but the women have come out. So remember, this is the if the season ended today, here are our top sixteen seeds. So you know, like the, top the college four. football playoff reveal. Yeah, but the basketball's been doing this for a few years, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not as frequent. Yeah, uh, not an every week appointment TV kind of thing. There are five teams in this top 16 for the Big Ten, including Indiana at number two seed overall, so they'd be a one seed in a region. Huge win last night against Iowa. Yes, and Iowa didn't suffer very much for losing that game in terms of this ranking there at seven. Maryland, who Illinois plays on Sunday, Mm -hmm. is nine. Michigan, who Illinois lost to, is uh, 11, and Ohio State is 16, and... um, yeah, I mean Illinois beaten one of those top those five has a chance on Sunday. Beaten one of the teams, the majority of their Big Ten losses are to the other teams, and, and then they they get their opportunity uh, against the Terrapins on Sunday. So, though, and those those are more than toss up games when when you're Illinois situation. So to have Iowa there on your resume and a, a chance to take on Maryland at Maryland on, on Sunday. Sitting, sitting in good shape here coming up towards the middle of February. Yeah, ESPN's Bracketology has them at a nine seat, so I think you really want to get them out of that eight-nine. Because mm-hmm. you mean be the game worst. two is go play a number one. Yep. 
Um, and in women's basketball, more than men's basketball, number ones are number ones. Number ones are number ones. You get them on their home floor, going to get the, you know, the, just the most jacked up crowd possibly uh, of the season. Not a situation you want to be <laughs> Plus in. Plus the bracket has them in Stanford, which is oh, not just a hop, skip, and a jump away in terms of airfare and all that. So. I think that's this is the last year for their head coach. Oh, is she stepping down I after think this? The, yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. So she, she's a good one. Uh, so the bracketology for ESPN has the women at nine seed. The men would be a six seed right now. I saw DeCourcy had him there and take it. Kind of surprised, honestly. Not really when you consider they're like twenty eight to thirty in the AP poll. But that shows you what those wins early on in the season well, against UCLA and Texas did. Yeah, the net has them at 26. Well, and, and like we're divided by four, it's about six ish. And as, as we were saying last hour with Brian, I don't have it uh, again in front of me, but has Illinois lost to a team that's not going to be playing in the tournament? I don't think so. I mean, Penn State's right there on the bubble. Northwestern's kind of there on the bubble. Missouri hasn't played as good of late, but all teams kind of sitting right there in that conversation if not already in the tournament two teams that are in projected to be in Dayton right now last four in Kentucky and North Carolina wow and Michigan's on the outside looking in as they sang in Hamilton the world turned upside down (laughs) the world according to Bob Osmussen is coming up you've got sports talk you're listening to sports talk on DWS oh 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 O'Reilly You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, a little more sunlight today. It reminds you that soon enough you'll be able to start hanging out outdoors on your back porch, your deck, or maybe you want that to be a little bit nicer of a space, even maybe a a three-quarters of the year type of space. Whatever you could imagine about your outdoor spaces, CU Under Construction can help you. CU Under Construction has a, a really large workforce now. They've become very popular They hire experts. They hire people who are good with customers who know their their craft and know how to do a job well. See you under construction. Does have a calendar that fills out a little bit, and you don't want to start rebuilding a deck in the middle of the time when you want to enjoy that. So if it's deck, if it's uh, exterior look, if it's siding, if whatever you can think about in the outside of your home you want to start to be able to using it when the weather turns nice get on the calendar right now with CU under construction they're at cuunderconstruction.com or on facebook Illini family this is brad underwood we'll see you tomorrow at the state farm center and catch game day coverage starting two hours before tip-off right here on news talk 1400 and 93.9 fm Get on up for Bob Osmussen here with us on Sports Talk for the World According to Bob. Great to see you, sir. Great to see you guys. Good movie, by the way. What's that? Get on up. Really good movie. Is it tied to the song? The biopic. The biopic. Of James oh, Brown. yeah. Who played him? Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, James he, Brown. He Black was Panther. in uh, Draft Day, which I just yeah. rewatched. Yep. I forgot he was in it. I saw him and I was like... <gasps> 
like that because I loved him. He was great, obviously a great actor, and and obviously gone way, yeah. way, 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 way too soon. But. Yep. But the difference between Jackie Robinson and James Brown compared to Black Panther, Black Panther's not real. Debatable. Okay. Pretty sure. <laughs> Have you ever seen him? It doesn't mean anything. Okay. I like to believe there is a Wakanda somewhere. So I hope there is. <laughs> Just like the North Pole, which there is a North Pole. There is. The North Pole is real. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. It is Super Bowl weekend. It is Super Bowl weekend. Bob, how, how do you take in the Super Bowl? Are you usually psyched about it? I do. Do you, do you I look definitely. at it from like a reporter's standpoint no, more or of a football fun. fan? Fun. And uh, I've got a fun story tomorrow. Um, I talked to Ron Turner, actually. And um, he coached Aaron Moorhead, who was on now on the Eagles staff as receivers coach. Mm. He coached Garicolos, who is now on the Chiefs staff, continues to be on the Chiefs staff as the running backs coach. So he coached both of those guys on the same team in 01. They were on the title team. So they're, uh, he's got rooting interest for both, obviously. And I uh, talked to him a little bit and wrote about kind of my memories of those two. Great guys. Yeah. Unbelievable guys. Greg, Greg Lewis was a goofball, but in a good way. Never, I don't think I said, said a bad word about anybody ever. Great guy. And um, nobody remembers this, but his first year here, Ron Turner basically kicked him off the team because Greg wasn't doing the things off the field that he needed to be doing. So Coach Turner said, you, you, you get out of here. You're gone. And Greg came, went back to him later and said, can I come back? And Coach Turner said, yeah, if you do everything right, we'll see in the spring what, you know, what happens. And obviously he came back and had a really nice career here. So I didn't know that. Yeah, nobody that, that did. I, some... I remember it because I remember thinking Greg Lewis, when I first saw him there, as a freshman, before he actually started playing, I thought, eh, I'm not sure walk on, not sure he's going to play much. Aaron Moorhead, I knew more about because of his dad. But this guy was like kind of a, you know, not sure, not undersized, not very big guy, but he was a really, really good player. Both of them were really good players. Well, there are athletes that come here as freshmen, and college comes at you quick. Right. I mean, as much as we joke, there are, you know, classes and actual things they have to do. Right. And, and, there's also options for how to spend your time out mm-hmm. there, and it just it, well, it's just it can get to you. Was. And I think Ron Turner said today he said it was one of the best turnarounds by a person he's ever seen. This guy's coached for a long, long, you know, thirty, forty years. He really knows a lot of people and been through this stuff. And he said this guy really changed his life. And uh, I think Greg got settled down. I don't know when and why, but he did. He had a really nice poker as a player. And it's having it almost as good a cure as a coach, too. So it's a really good deal for him. He's one of those people, and him and Walter Young are cousins. And so I would routinely see at practice, that's when we went to practice. Okay, every day, go to practice. It was open. He watched practice. And a lot of times, especially in the weekends, uh, Greg's parents, they're, they were awesome. They would come down and go to practice, watch practice, sit there by the, and I would start to talk to them. And I don't think Aaron's, parents were here much but their Lewis's were here all the time and Walter Young's parents were here all the time watching practice talking to reporters and this stuff would never happen now but in 98 9 it was great because I got to know these people became very attached to them personally because they were so fun and nice and pleasant so it's like wow these and they were like the all-time parents of 
Mm-hmm. I've dealt with it. I've dealt with a bunch of great ones, some really crazy ones that we can't talk about. But they were on that good list, which is a pretty good, you know, Carl Allegretti, him and Tammy, they're on that great list. People that are awesome to deal with. I think the, the Lotuses were in that group, too. The world according to Bob Osmussen. Ron Turner coached in the Super Bowl, actually. He did. The one that Aaron Moore had got a win in against the Colts. <laughs> uh, Calvin Hayden and Aaron Moore had for the Colts with uh, uh, Tony Dungy mm-hmm. beat uh, Levy Smith and Ron Turner in the, I think the game was 2007? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was January of 07. Two, yeah, 2006 season. So, uh, yes, he don't think he wanted to lose that time to Aaron Moorhead, but that was a big, big deal for him. And obviously his brother was involved in the NFL for a long time. We got a lot of wins, too, so it's kind of cool. Bob's here for us. Um, I wanted to bring up, <laughs> this has been making the rounds. Have you seen the images of LeBron's record-breaking shot this week <laughs> with the number everybody in the crowd, except for Phil Knight, holding up a phone to capture the moment? Okay. And somebody put it against uh, Michael Jordan's game-winning yeah. shot in against Utah okay. in 98 to win the sixth championship. And there's no phones, of course. Right. They didn't exist. Sign of, the ti- sign of the times, right? Right. But now this has sparked this, hey, put your phone down and, and, and just enjoy the moment. I, I, I'm not to be an old-timer, not to be an old guy, but I, I understand. First of all, that picture is going to be everywhere. So you really don't need your own personal photo of that. You nope. might. If you want one, that's fine. But I think, yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, soak up at the moment. Because that that's a million pictures. I, I don't need that in my phone. I If I'm there, <laughs> I, I, I don't get that. I mean, my memories are in my head. They're not in photo. I went. Mm-hmm. To, I saw Will Chamberlain play. Uh, I saw That was the first board game I saw. I saw him play. I saw the World Champion Lakers I don't need a picture from that game. I know what it looked like. I was there. I have memories of that. That's much more to live that experience, even though I was pretty far away from the court, just to see that. But to be at that game, no, I would not be taking picture. Absolutely would not be taking picture. I'm right there with you. Like really, my, my picture, my picture is not going to look that good, right? right. You, you, un, unless I'm in the ten thousand dollars seats, which, um, yeah, I'm not going to be sitting there. Like it's not going to be better than the the pro photographer no. that, that took it. I I think that is that that's not the greatest picture to take because it's you know a last second moment versus right. we've had the permanent counter for the last like four months as far as LeBron counting it down. Yeah, so. you could take a picture. You could take a picture the week before, the week after, and say. This is it because, again, you're right. Everybody knew what was coming. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. I was really impressed that Cream was there, was excited. I like I like that because I had an interview with Cream. I think I've talked about this in the air before. It was it was interesting. I didn't know you. Yeah, you I did interviewed Kareem? at former MC Sports. He came for came to town to promote the sporting good store. This no longer there. <laughs> now I sat there. He never looked at me. I talked to him for 15 minutes. I, it was all set up pre at the time. I I tried to. I don't think I shook his hand, but I never. He never once looked at me the whole time. He just now he was he was signing autographs. He was doing taking pictures and stuff, but he never once made eye contact with me, which I thought was odd. And I always loved him as a player. I still love him as a player, but that kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. And that's the one thing that people probably should realize. They probably do realize. Sometimes when you meet people like that, they do disappoint you. 
Not because, again, I, I'm not a person that goes up to somebody. If I saw somebody famous, and we have a good story about this, I don't go up and like try to shake their hand or take a picture of that. I don't do I thought That is not me. I would never do that. But here's, this is an interview. So it was a different deal. It was not me bugging him hmm. at a store or something. So one time, Julie and I are as FAO, no, uh, yeah, FAO Schwartz, Chicago, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're there, and we see JFK Jr. and Daryl Hannah. So I, I didn't go, I didn't go up to him, but Julie was mad at me for not doing that. <laughs> we need to go. Up to him. I'm like, no. no but I'm if you went gonna. up to Daryl Hannah, she might have been mad at you anyway. Well, I did good point, <laughs> I, but I didn't do that. But I, I was not even tempted to do it. So I again, but it is a professional thing. This has happened a couple of times. I've talked to people that I, I, th- I kind of admired, and then they sort of disappointed me. But then you can't let that affect your writing, which it did in this case. Did not in this case. I would say though that interviewing uber famous people is hard. Uh, depends on how they are. I talked to John Wooden one time. And it was he was awesome. He was, really, he was great. It was on the phone. I mean, I, I agree. It totally depends on the Co- subject. The coaches the are a little different yeah. because they kind of have to still be humans. Whereas I think, yeah, some people like they just kind of move and yeah. operate completely different than yeah. the typical. But, human. but he he was he was interesting. Uh, John Wonder was great. Hugh Hefner was great. Again, that was set up ahead of time. So it was yeah. I've talked to people like that. Gerald Ford. I talked to him one time. He was he was very funny. It was very, very funny. Did you talk to him about football? Was it a sports yes, related? Yes, it was all, all playing about in his Michigan. Time in, all his, his time in Michigan is, I think it was center linebacker in Michigan. Hmm. So I talked to him about that. It was all set up. He was he was fantastic. So I think there's people like that. They don't disappoint you. That, that was a you know John Wooden was so great that it was like wow you know couldn't be better than that. Kareem wasn't 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 mean. He wasn't rude. He just, didn't look at me. So that's got kind of, Maybe okay. you get him to open up next time if you ask him about his time as an airline pilot. Right. That I don't think he probably liked that though. I am not sure where to go with that. But uh Roger over over Roger, yeah. yeah, yeah. Over Roger. <laughs> What's your Victor Vector? Yeah. Vector Victor. You know, that that you know, that kind of fools you cuz it makes you think that person is that in that movie what tells you is sometimes people are not what you think they are. Not in a good way. Sometimes good way, sometimes bad way. Hey, I'll never forget that Juwan Howard had a cameo in 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 the West Wing as a former college basketball player that was brought in as a ringer with the president and his staff to play. Okay. And well, he's he he's he's portraying some a made up name and right. says, "I you know I played at Duke." Right. I just I find <laughs> I'm, that I'm very watching, I'm rewatching the show now. <laughs> yeah, I'm rewatching the show. You've now. gotten to that one? Yet? I don't think I've gotten. But they're they're to playing that. basketball outside the. That's pretty cool. Uh, the president's team is starting to lose, and so okay. he brings in this guy. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> this guy was that. all ACC. Like, where'd you play, Duke? <laughs> nice, Jawan Howard. Um, I want to ask you about Shauna Green. Her name gets thrown out there for Coach of the Year in the Big Ten. Well, that's it should be done. Okay, well, I think you answered my question. Should philosophy be wise. How can let she me not ask you about Terry Morin, the head coach of Indiana, who now two. has the number two overall seed. Yeah, and they, I, I thought this would happen, and they are showing themselves to be the best team in the league, and maybe the best in the country. Uh, yeah, they have a legitimate shot at at winning the national championship. So Shauna Green is taking a team that was in the basement, the to, worst team, and in, in the when the the worst team in Power Five by a long way. Yeah, to. Almost for, it's almost a lock that they're in. Right. 
So that, I'm not disputing her the impressiveness of that job. I'm just saying you rate that higher than yes, building what Terry Morin did. Well, she 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 just done. It. Where were they last year? Where was they the, were good. Yeah. So that's the difference. I mean, that's when when you first make the move. That's when you get that's when you get the award. So I think in this case, to me. So like so, if Shauna Green should be a national coach of the Canada women's basketball, so, she'd be close. So so what like on the men's side, if Northwestern ends up making the tournament, should Chris Collins be the Big Ten coach of the year? Well, again, kind of where they were last year, and I always like I like the big improvement. The different difference is Northwestern has been kind of. I mean, Illinois women's basketball was the worst team, worst Power Five program in the, in the country. So to do that, what he's what she's done with this team. In this this situation, coming here, build this team, got got a tournament team. Your first year, we we all kind of after meeting her, I thought, wow, she's gonna be good. They're gonna win. I think I said to somebody two three years they're gonna be at the tournament. I didn't think it first year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> first year, and even with all the new rules, what she's done is a miracle. So I think if she's not big ten coach of the year, don't have the award. If she's uh, not a strong candidate for national coach of the year. Don't have the word because she, again, I think everybody, everybody that follows women's basketball knows how bad Illinois has been for five years. Mm-hmm. They have to know how bad they've been. Have to know all the things the program has gone through. Have to know the decisions that were made that were not helpful. And again, I, I think I hope that people here will finally realize, hey, we should we should probably go out there. And I'm not going to tell people to go to game, but the price is pretty good. And the product is, is good and getting better every minute. So I just think, to me, she, you're right. But the Indiana coach, she's done a great job. Definitely should be candidate. But her, she was already there. This thing is just, this thing is in her all. But if you go, put your phone down. <laughs> yes, please. So you're in the put the phone, uh, you're in a put the phone down. You yeah. are too. I would go in going, I'm going to. I'm going to put my phone down, and okay. then, oh, shoot, I'm taking here's, it, picking here's, it up here's, anyway. Here's a way to make fix this pretty easily Then the NBA will never do. But I, I've been to a concert. I once saw John Mulaney. Uh, the comedian. Show, comedy show, comedian. And they would not let you take your phone in there with mm-hmm. you because well, they, don't, yeah. they don't want you filming the thing and do, stealing all those jokes, which you totally get. So I didn't have my phone with me. So maybe... Next time, the NBA should say, you know, we're going to take your phone. I mean, it's, it's not bothering well, anybody. But it's, the Masters, I don't think you're allowed to have your phone at the No, there was a big deal about that. Oh, why? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because. Phone going off. Phone going off, or you either clicking noise when the guy's hitting the pod. You, exactly. When you see the pictures of, like, guys at the tee, it's it's uh, almost a throwback because everybody there is holding a, a Michelob Ultra and no phone. <laughs> right. It's like the good old days. It's true. It's true. I think they've kind that of lightened totally up. totally a golf course I think, here. I think they're sort of letting up, lighten up on it a little bit. I think they'll let you, I think you might have to check your phone. But, you know, there's kisses. Like, once you get, yeah. Yeah, I think there's kisses. The, so all like, you can do is just go, get in the hole! Well, if I, if, <laughs> yeah, they yell a lot. That is all I want to do. I mean, if I if I was there because of my medical stuff, I'd probably want to have my phone. Just in case something goes wrong. And that's probably, they're probably pretty reasonable about that. But this, you're right, this thing... What are you doing? I mean, it's, that part's kind of a cool picture, though. All the people with cameras. That's kind of, that picture's kind of cool, too. But it's not what I would have done. Mm-hmm. No, I would have wanted... I just sat there and absorbed it. There was... Uh, when Darren Williams hit his uh, three-pointer to tie, yeah. 
the game at Arizona. Yeah. It made a two-page spread in Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. Right. And my sister had it up for the longest time because in the crowd, in the student section, was one of her friends. Mm-hmm. And you, there's a pretty, it's a pretty good image of her. And if you could imagine somebody with their mouth open, right. wondering what's going to happen with her hands on both of her cheeks and her face, you know, but like the whole crowd is just in that moment, just in Watching. the moment. Watching. And if it was now, everyone would have a phone up. Correct. I'm not do what yeah. you want to do. I no, don't care. I, I, I agree. Do what you want to do, but don't. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's that is the loudest moment I ever ever heard in sports. <laughs> that that well, that shot is the loudest I've ever. And the building was conducive to that. If you guys have been in there, <laughs> Allstate Arena is very loud. Yeah, you, you know, like, almost like a effect where you know the sound bounced off the walls. <laughs> but I've never heard. I it was you deafening. So Apparently, cool. Darren Williams was here today for the Ubbin Complex dedication ceremony. Know that. Yeah, they, the Illinois Athletics tweeted out pictures, and I guess they were keeping this on the down low, but they had a big ceremony today. Well, I Manny, Jacks- Manny Jackson and Jerry Colangelo getting their names on the practice court on the men's basketball. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, they're very great people and very involved in Illinois, so that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You Did you go to the event or not? No. I, oh, I, it was I, I think it was closed. Okay. That's kind of odd. Yeah, I never saw any, and I didn't see anybody in the media tweeting. Got to have one of those black cards to get in. (laughs) Well, again, (laughs) you know, I sort of understand wanting to keep things like that private if they want to do like that. Yeah, if they want to. Uh, I didn't give money to it, so you know. (laughs) You give give a lot of money to something like that. Oh, I'm being total. I'm being told there are images available at newsgazette.com of that of the event. But yes, probably look at our website when it's wrong. Yeah, you you could do that on your smartphone. I, I have that. Or the News Gazette app. I, that too. Very good. Bob, have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Who's winning? Oh, I'm rooting for the Eagles, so they'll probably lose. So okay. Apologies, <laughs> but I'm rooting for the Eagles. Okay. Who's winning basketball tomorrow? I think Illinois wins a close game. I think Rutgers, Rutgers is pretty good, and they want to win. The, obviously, they want to win, but I, they kind of need it more than, more than Illinois does. Better good game, obviously, a week from now when, or a week from tomorrow when Illinois goes to Bloomington, I, that's, I'm curious about that. Mm. See you, Bob. We always appreciate visiting with you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bob. Back in a moment. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Illini family, this is Illinois women's basketball coach Shauna Green. We're in action this Sunday. Listen in on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Funky Friday, oh, getting towards the finish line in sight. Are you um, are you staying locked in to uh, being on being on your own for a Super Bowl? I think uh, so. We I, uh, this has started at our house. To one friend was invited over, and now some more. And this is fine. I'm 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 happy about it. But yeah, it's I haven't really here. I haven't really looked into it i know i know of some some get-togethers happening but uh, things really pick up next week around here late night sunday night traveling and eh, i'll probably just stay at home get mm-hmm. some pizza Ooh, this guy what is that isn't there, isn't there always like this is the most popular pizza night of the pizza day be. of the year i i avoided pizza yesterday on national pizza day just because i knew i was going to eat it again on sunday well and then we had this issue to talk about because my kids school always has pizza on Fridays every Friday yeah that can't be healthy 
They didn't give me that. I didn't get no pizza every Friday. Look, my middle school offered you could buy pizza and a French fry combo. Okay, back in the day, son. You don't know what unhealthy is. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, But also they had fish sandwiches on Fridays, oh, and it was right. and, the, and the principal made a big deal out of that. But if your kids see if your kids are eating pizza for lunch on Fridays, Friday nights is an easy go to pizza. You know we don't want to cook and mm-hmm. kick off the weekend. Let's say. so. And then there's double, double pizza, pizza. <laughs> which the kids like. But now we're getting into this territory again <laughs> that, that you're concerned times. about about healthy choices here. <laughs> There's that fine line. I mean, at that age, and with the metabolism that I got, I shouldn't really worry about it. Yeah, but you do look like you could you could take a few deep dish pies down and not have any issues. I'm afraid of the gout. Ever since ever since Maurice Cheeks happened to coach barefoot way back in the day, I, I'm just always worried if I eat too much pizza and beer, I'm going to get the gout. So <laughs> Do the Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Michelob Ultras and the, and the pepperoni pizzas. Got to be careful out there, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, Illini softball has gotten going with their season. Their stats are down, so we don't have a, a score update. But let me tell you their lineup. Avery Steiner at second. Megan Ward at short. Kelly Riono in right. Delaney Rummel at third. Stevie Mead in left. Kaylee Powell at first. Abby Ryan, uh, Ryanick, excuse me, a catcher. Danielle Davis is your DP Gabby Robles in center field. Starting pitcher Addie Jarvis, and I assume oh. that they're saving Sydney Sickles for Tennessee in the nightcap of the doubleheader. But there's uh, there's softball off in action, and uh, tennis is in action this weekend, and, of course, men's hoops, women on the road against Maryland. It's a busy one. Yeah, last, last weekend before men's baseball, there's only one baseball, but uh, baseball gets going <laughs> next weekend, and uh, last weekend before pitchers and catchers report and the Cubs as I've had here on my notes for about a month um any relief pitcher move out there they got Michael Fulmer today Michael Fulmer yeah yeah he had like 60 plus appearances last year yes uh between between two teams uh one-time rookie of the year as a a starter but made over 100 appearances the last couple years out of the pen and just uh, another veteran arm to to Come out of the pen for the for the Cubs. So getting ready, getting ready for everything, mostly the warm weather and the sunshine. This is an OSF Illini or Cubs Friday, brought to you by OSF Medical Group's Primary Care providers, offering seamless care from birth to seniors. Go to osfhealthcare.org to learn more. Some final Illini and Friday thoughts after this. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. This is Brian Barnhart. Join me on Monday on A Penny for Your Thoughts, our Monday morning quarterback show presented by Berkey's. Lauren Tate joins me. We'll also be joined by Bruce Weber, Monday. This qualifies as funk. <laughs> well, it's your it's 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 your last funky Friday here for a while, I reckon. So yeah, I that's had to true. Play, so I had to play your favorite song. I hate this song. <laughs> No disrespect to. I meant to let Ali know that I was doing this. No disrespect to Cool and the or Casey and this. Which one is? I this? think this is Cool of the game. No disrespect to them. Get down on it. <laughs> and, and and no disrespect to every wedding DJ out there. But if I don't have to hear celebrate one more time, that's okay. I I always I usually only play it when you're gone. So I <laughs> just just one last time, you know, before you go. So oh, I'll miss Funky Fridays together, but. But uh, that's life in in the big leagues of baseball. (laughs) 
in the Big Ten, at least. Hey, women's tennis beat Missouri today, so that means of all the teams that are doing heads-to-heads with uh, Missouri, Illinois has a 3-2 advantage now across all sports with only baseball and softball to go. All right, so chance to, to take the series. The, the Bragging Rights series. Uh, we are, that's about it. We're going to hit the weekend, and but we're here tomorrow. Yes, sir. Illinois and Rutgers, Alina Pella Saturday Sports Talk at 9, game day at 11, tip off at 1. Evan, you've got post game with Mike, and that's a funky Friday. We had a good time today. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, everybody. Enjoy your great weekend. WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, 6 o'clock. Good night.